Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Just Another Life Story. Continuing from the last episode, um, when we had moved up to Antioch, we had moved into a two-story house, and it was me, my two older brothers, my grandmother, and both my parents. Now, living there was different. It was a different environment than what I was used to, and it was a whole new experience for me living there. I had to make new friends, I had to get used to a new house, a new environment. It wasn't like city life to me there. It was a lot different, a lot quieter, and I had to get used to that and it took me some time but after moving up there is the first time that i can recall anything happening to me and if you are triggered by going into details of rape and sexual abuse i advise you to no longer listen to this because I'm going into I'm going into some detail and it's just what I'm going to do. Um the first time that I can recall anything happening to me was not long after we moved up there. My parents had this giant master bedroom and they each had their own closet. Now that day I don't remember who all was at the house. But I remember that my father called me to his room and asked me to come into his closet with him. He turned the lights off and I didn't know what was going on, but it was my father. I was supposed to trust him. And so he just told me, hey, stick this thing in your mouth and suck on it. At the time, I didn't know what was happening. I had no idea what he was doing but he should have known better he was a grown-ass adult he had no reason to do this to me and yet i still struggle with finding self-worth because of this kind of stuff that he did to me at the time i had no clue what was happening but looking back, I know exactly what happened. After he had finished it into my mouth, he told me, okay, spit that out into this towel and go play. Don't tell anyone about anything that just happened. Um, this is just going to be our little secret. And I trusted him. I thought that, okay, well, whatever. I don't know what that was, but, you know, he's he's supposed to protect me. I'm just supposed to listen to him. He's an adult. He's older. He's supposed to know better. Um, and this sort of thing went on for years. And somehow no one in my family noticed. He would do almost every night for years and years. This happened 
so many times. And it eventually, when I grew a little older than I was around seven, the first time I can recall it happening. When I grew a little bit older, um, he had started to do more things than just having me perform oral on him. Um, like, he would start coming and tucking me in at night before going to bed, and I would just be trying to go to bed, but um, I couldn't stop him from doing things. He would sometimes decide to uh, finger me while I was trying to go to sleep and I would ask him to stop and he wouldn't. He said, no, I'm doing this. Or he would sometimes grope my chest and I would not like it. I, I would ask him to stop and he told me many times that it was going to be the last time that it was going to stop after this one time that this will be it but it never did it never stopped until the police intervened um, I can recall the first time that he forcibly put his penis into me um, we had moved from where we initially lived in Antioch, but we still lived there in that town. Um, and my grandma was up in a room. My brothers and my mom were not at the house. He had taken me down to the laundry room and told me, I want to try something different today. Take off your pants. And I said, I don't want to do anything. Please don't make me do anything. But I, he said, sit on top of the washer and speak to the edge. I said, please don't. I don't want to do this. And he still made me. He forced himself into me. And he fucked me without my consent. I was... I was like 11 at the time that it happened. I don't know why he wanted to do this. Why? He, I don't think I ever will know why he did this. I don't think I'll ever get the answers to these questions. But it. As far as I remember, he would always pull out. He never finished inside of me. And he would always finish into a towel or something. Or some type of fabric or something nearby. Um, and this went on for I don't know how long. It went on so much. He would take every opportunity that he saw to do it. It, it broke me as a person. I 
I was always considered a troubled child growing up. I was always considered the loud child or the child who was constantly in trouble and needed discipline. And somehow no one saw that as a cry for help. It's, I was acting out because I didn't know what else to do. I did not know how to process what was happening to me. I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't realize until around 11 years old that it was wrong. I did not realize that this was not something normal, that this was not okay. And I learned through a poster that I saw at school. That's how I learned what he was doing was wrong to me. Because I saw a poster at school saying one in four kids are sexually assaulted before a certain age. And you know, I kind of asked the teacher about it. I was just like, hey, what does this mean? And she said, when people touch you in certain areas. And I was just like, oh, okay. I was just curious. Because I, I didn't know that that was wrong. Because I grew up with, it, with him teaching me, hey, this is normal. This is what we do. And it's just not something people talk about. But it wasn't normal. I didn't learn that until it was too late. And this went on for so long. And sometimes I'm frustrated with myself for not going to anyone sooner than I did. I'm frustrated with myself with how long it took me to go to the police. And how it wasn't even me. I went to someone else for help, and they went to the police. The first time that I tried going to someone about it, it was actually, um, I was messaging my friends about it on my phone, and I did not know at the time that my mom had decided to read through my text until she woke me up one morning and said, are these true? And I told her, yes, they are. Um, and she started crying. She hugged me and said, I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was going on. And um, I felt validated, but we did, she didn't go to the police about it. She tried to handle it within the family. And that's where I think the mistake was. She didn't go to the police right away. She decided to try and handle it within the family. So she made him sleep in his car. She still let him talk to me though. And then there was one night where I ended up cutting the bottom of my foot open. And she'd been drinking where he 
have not been. And my mother does not drink and drive no matter what. So I had to go to the hospital to get the bottom of my foot looked at because it was bleeding a lot and it obviously needed stitches or something. Um, and my mom had decided to send me to the hospital with my father and my older one of my older brothers. For whatever reason, I don't know why she didn't decide to come with. So, when we got to the hospital and I was put into a room, my father and my brother both came back with me. My father told my brother to go get McDonald's, and my brother was just like, no, I'm not supposed to leave you alone with Alex. Um, Mom told me not to. And I'm not sure, I don't quite remember what was said. But my dad said something to my brother, and my brother left. So that left me and my dad alone in the hospital room. And my dad knows that I care about my family more than anything in the world. I grew up learning that family matters. Family is all that we have. Family is the one who's going to be there for you. And I I have a little brother that I care about more than anything in the world. And he told me, if you go through with this, Your little brother's going to grow up without a father. You know how many people wind up in gangs because they grow up without a father? And he told me things along those lines. And he said, if you go through with this, there is so many possible things that could happen. And if you go through with this, your little brother's going to grow up without a father. And he was just like, say no say that you lied about all this and I did I told my mother that it was a lie and then she let him back in the house and it just started again it started happening again um thank you for listening and hopefully you'll stay tuned for the next episode.